RPG for You and Me presents Absolute Zero, a side campaign for our Patreon members, run using the Savage Worlds rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group. You can find them and their products online at peginc.com. As always, thank you for listening. It means the world to us. With that out of the way, let's get back to the story. How far are we from La Grotto? Uh, maybe like a 15 minute walk. Uh, but do important people like us walk? Do you? Do I know anything about this casino and like arrival procedures? Roll me a common knowledge. I'm really getting mileage out of that now. Mm-hmm. Four. Four? Four. It's not a vehicle heavy district, so a lot of it is just hoofing it around, because it's it's condensed, so a lot of the important things are close by. Okay, I guess we can walk. So she's not in, like, heels or anything? Nope, she's in boots. Like boots. And I'll turn to Kala and say, Are you ready to go? Yeah, I think so. Um, what? When do we need to be there? Um, we need to be at the table sometime between 12 and 6 a.m. What time is it now? She looks down at her arms. Don't have a watch. Uh, yes. I will look at some device that allows me to see what time it is. It's around 11. Okay. Well, it's about a 15 minute walk from here. So we don't need to be at the actual table for a bit of time, but I don't. Is there anything you need to do before we go? Not really. Well, then maybe we go and uh, mingle, get a look around, have a drink or two. She nods. Ease ease into the crowd a bit. Okay. Alright, um... Well, let's get going. I'm I'm gonna follow you. He'll lead her to the casino, and I think when they get, like, closer, he'll offer an arm out to her. Say, yeah, take my arm. We'll walk in together. That's what fancy people do. Okay. She takes your arm. Wonderful. Her grip on your arm is a little tight. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I I can deal with it. Yeah, otherwise we'll we'll head towards the casino. La Grotto. La Grotto. And uh, what what does it look like from the outside? You two are walking up to La Grotto Casino, and it is absolutely immense. It's taller than it is wide by a large margin. Reaches into the sky, and you'd swear, if you didn't know better, that it was touching the aurora, which is still shedding its eerie green and yellow light on the reflective windows of the city, twisting and turning through the night. The name of the casino is written in just a blaze of quarry signage um, in a faux handwriting font. It looks golden and luxurious. There are couples bustling around in a similar dress to you, large groups of friends who are excited to try their luck, proceeding through the front doors, which are guarded by several big burly looking fellas with very obvious sidearms. You yourself enter through the large door of the casino. When you step in, the cool air blasts your hair back and it tickles your neck and the air smells lush. Just, it smells real good in here. Kala grabs her hat a little bit so it doesn't fly off in the blast of cool air and 
what what does the front of your hair look like? Because you don't have your goggles yeah, on. Yeah, I, I was about to say I don't have my goggles on right now. I think it's still swept back. Still swept like back. It's just used to being in that position and Maybe you pomaded it Maybe back I did. at the tailor. Yeah, that sounds good. But yeah, it's it's swept back. Maybe there's like one artfully dangling strand that sometimes comes so you can either sweep it back or do a little mm, hair flick. I like it. That's what fancy people do, apparently. <laughs> apparently. You see a line in front of a coat check and the velvet roped off area makes it seem like it's kind of a mandatory pit stop on your way in. It processes quickly, maybe three minutes. There is a pale human man and he has slightly canted brown eyes and light blonde hair. And he says, uh, welcome to Legrado Casino. Uh, will you be trying your luck tonight? It's a good night to feel this lucky. Okay. Yeah, he, Boreas knows this isn't the guy. He's just like... <laughs> he, he gives you a pleasant smile. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll have to ask that we take possession of any firearms you may be carrying for the safety of our guests and staff. He looks at the, the front of your chest which is a little bumpy and lumpy, but he doesn't, like, say anything. It's part of my cloak. It's, like, it's a it's a thick, heavy scarf. Like, he's eyed it, but he hasn't said anything. Maybe I can pass it off as medical if somebody asks me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Allie has just showed me a note on her written-down things that says, Is that medical? Do you have papers for it? <laughs> Was that in case I went with one of the other outfits? Yeah, All right. <laughs> just in case. Um... Alright, um, he says that, and I will pull out my sidearm, my pistol, mm -hmm. and put it on the counter and say, I I hope I'll be getting this back. I'm sure you can understand. Don't, don't worry. And just we like a, a very, like, I know how this goes. <laughs> don't worry, we have a very secure holding room for all guest apparel and accoutrements. Wonderful. I don't think my companion has anything with her. Um, she... You, she Puts yes. up her hands and shows them both sides and then puts it back down. Are you oh. going to give me a, a ticket or how does this work here? Oh, he taps his eye. We've got it. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I, he also has his taser with him. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, he'll pull that out and say, does this count as a firearm? It's simply a stun gun in case someone gets too close. I, I've been to these places before, drunken ruffians. This, this isn't going to really hurt anyone. Well... We don't really have drunken ruffians that aren't immediately taken care of, I assure you. But I will take that. Sir, I, I trust you implicitly, but it would make me feel much better if I were able to keep at least this on my person. I trust that if I were to become such a ruffian, you would have no problems in apprehending me in a moment's notice. What harm could it do? Truly. Roll, roll persuasion. Any penalties here? Minus two. Minus two, alright. I do have some persuasion. Wonderful. Uh, it's two fours, so it's gonna be a two. He looks at you and his smile becomes a bit more pinched and he kind of shakes his head almost imperceptibly and it's like, <sighs> I'm, I, it's protocol, I, sir. I understand, so it's fine, it's fine. And I'll put that down and give it to him. Okay, and all of these, he just kind of gestures to the, the counter where you're laying things out. Do you... your bag, would you prefer to carry it? I will need to frisk it. Um. If you want to take it in. Otherwise, I just check it with you. Mm-hmm. And I'll look at Cal and I'll say, Dear, do you have anything in there that you need? No. 
what what all is in here? Just, I mean, all of my belongings. All of your stuff and her the clothes she was wearing on her back. I forgot that we still had this bag with all of my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Say, oh, no, I'm sorry. You will absolutely need to take this from me as well. <laughs> I, did, I thought we were going... I thought there was going to be somewhere to put it. Here, please, hold on to this. Okay, I'll just put your, your other belongings in there if that's fine. Sure. So you hand over your stuff and his eye dilates and contracts once very rapidly and he hands your bag off to a steward and he says please enjoy your evening wonderful thank you and I will turn to enjoy my evening okay uh, what time is it about now uh, 11.20 gotcha. didn't take too long Sure. the line proceeds to a bank of elevators mm -hmm. and there aren't, there aren't like a lot of people but there are a lot of elevators so sure. if one dings and shows up like you can just get in one by yourself or with other people Probably by ourselves, if given the choice. Is there, like, like a mall map that's like, you are here, and it's just, like, a list of all the floors and shit? I think there is. I think it's actually a hologram that's floating in the middle of the bank of elevators, because they're kind of, it's a circle-shaped bank, a right. semicircle. So right in the middle is uh, a hologram with lists of what's on each floor. Okay. And, and it seems to be that there's mostly just one activity per floor. Yeah. Well, is there anything else on the first floor here, looking around? No, it's just a lobby reception area. Okay. There's like a little fountain. Then I would like to go to... We have a little time to kill, right? Mm hmm Okay. We will go to floor 19. Excellent. The hologram stops listing floors at about floor 52. But when you looked up outside, this is definitely taller than that, so... Interesting. But would you like to get in an elevator? Yes, I would like to preferably wait until there's an elevator for just us and then take that up to floor number 19. Okay. Which, Boris's understanding is that's where he's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. Ding! Ding! Okay, well, the that elevator. Was, that was a good ding. Thank you. There was like some hang on it, you know, like some reverb. So I think the elevator that comes down is the one, like, slightly to the right of the center elevators, and you get in. You step into this large cylindrical elevator with Kala, and the doors silently close, and you feel your stomach lurch just a tad. The pressure of rising so quickly kind of makes you feel like your joints are compressing just ever so slightly. Some light electronic music plays over a speaker, and the bass is set a little bit too high on the speaker, so you can feel it behind your eyes as the beat pulses. But in a flash, you've arrived at floor 19, and the doors open. And you hadn't noticed the air pressure change while you're in the elevator, but you do step out and your ears do pop. It's kind of hard to take in quite how decadent everything in this room looks. It's very different from anywhere the two of you would have been in probably your entire lives. Everything in this large, circular room looks big and luxurious and rich. Pinks and purples and golds basically assault your eyes. And everything that isn't cold marble looks like it's made of something velvety or silky. There are couches and lounge chairs in this first area that you're in. Plenty of people milling around, smoking, but you look left and right and you see identical dining areas on either side of the room with a bar that mirror each other. You step over towards one, left or right? Oh, let's go left. Okay. You find yourself on a small walkway over a tiny canal where expensive looking exotic fish and plants 
are flashing in the pink and yellow lights that keep pulsing to the time of the music from the elevator, which you realize is carried out into this main room. Your gaze follows the waterway and it snakes through the room and bridges are over it where necessary to get from area to area. But the tiny canals seem to originate from two waterfalls on either side of a large stage where music appears to be performing live. Several people playing us standing electronic instruments that you don't quite recognize offhand. Some of the crowd is standing and watching. Others seem engrossed in their drinks and conversations. But some people are playing cards. In front of the stage, there's a row of greenery. Large palm-like plants are blocking uh, the bottom of the stage from view, but they lend an earthy freshness to the room's air that you wouldn't have expected. Kala's eyes are very wide and her mouth has fallen open, taking in the room. Boris will turn to Kala and say, I know it's quite something. Try to close your mouth, though. That she... It's a physical effort to close it. And she's like, I'm... I'm good. You're doing great. Don't yep. worry. Doing good. It's a lot. It's a, a lot. Yes, just imagine there are some people who live this life every day. Because they can. Does that mean they should? No. This is... A Boris, this is a lot. I know. You can sit down if you want to take a moment, look around. I wouldn't mind Get that. your head on straight a bit. Yeah, let's do that. Alright, uh, you pick out a table. I'll go get you a drink. What, do you like certain drinks? Have you found anything? I like iced tea. I'll but... see if they have that. Okay. Probably no alcohol while we're here. That'd uh, be good. I've not tried that yet, so that's, what that's I an adventure for yes, another day. It certainly is. And that's sort of what I figured this would be a very bad place to try that. She, she kind of <laughs> wrinkles her nose up and is like nodding a bit more than she should. But wouldn't it be hilarious if <laughs> gonna give me a Long Island iced tea? Uh-huh. It'll have those here. But, yeah. She picks out a table by one of the canals and is busying herself looking at the, the fancy fish. I will go to the one of the nearby bars. Mm-hmm. I assume I brought some amount of money with me. I think Cell gave you a couple Cell bucks. Gave, all right, give me some. <laughs> He's a well-to-do fella. <laughs> go take her on a nice date. Here's some <laughs> cash, kid. He's first gonna go to the bar and he'll order. Uh, he'll order just a regular. He'll make it very clear, just an iced tea. I no think alcohol. the bartender I... winks at you. No, <laughs> no, just an iced tea. Just an iced tea. She's like, whatever you say, sir. I think he's standing there with his finger, like, not certain. <laughs> like he'll, he'll, let, he'll, let her, he'll let her pour the drink, but he's going to taste it first to make sure that there's no alcohol. It's fine. All right, and then... Um, it is peach-flavored. Ew. You guys like peach? Apparently not. Oh, it's too learning. Thick. And he'll order a, a drink for himself. What kind of drink? I think he orders... What kind of drink would Boreas have? He's used to savory things, because he has to eat meat. I don't think he likes wine. Would the Cory infusion change his taste at all? It might. I think he really likes sour stuff, maybe. Okay. So he'll order something sour and multicolored. Okay. Like a, a girly drink, maybe. I think he orders a, a vodka sour. Okay. It has um some sour marinated maraschino cherries on a little... You know, a little thing. Sure. A little toothpick, I a guess. A spear. A straw, I guess. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It's basically like Sour Patch Kids dust around the rim. Excellent. 
I take the drinks and I go back and sit down with Gala. The table has like, oh, the tablecloth is so soft and silky. Mm. And there's a, a little Cory candle with like a floating flame. Oh my. It's very pretty. I will put the iced tea down in front of her and sit down and sit at my sour, my vodka sour. It's... With the rim that is Sour Patch Kids. It's delicious. And he'll... Mm. <laughs> oh, that's good. What did you get? Um, yeah, you, you can have a sip. Should I? I mean, sip's not going to do anything. She you shrugs. Know, probably. Do you want a sip of mine? It's tray. I had to sip, just to make sure they didn't put it in it. <laughs> I mean, were they gonna? Well, you never know. There's misunderstandings, miscommunications. Mm. Best not to take the chance. I gotcha. And she, she takes a sip, and her face... She does not care for this <laughs> at all. You don't like sour things? Apparently not. <laughs> it takes some getting used to. It's sort of like when you had certain things for so long, you want variety. So you don't have the same thing. And then sour things are very different. And spicy things are not things. Now that you're on the outside, you can try everything and find out what is what it is that you like. Mm. Well, I think... I like chili. Chili is good. It's got it's got so much flavor. It's all in, and I can dip stuff in it. Mm -hmm. <gasps> what do you like about chili? Is it the meat? Is it the spice? Yes, she says with a far off look, and you do hear her stomach rumble. Do you need something to eat? I didn't bring any of my meat with me this time. Well, it's in the bag, but no, fine. All right. I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. She's a big girl. She can she, tell she's the truth. She's a big girl. Yes, well, maybe when things calm down a little bit, we'll get you a cooking class or something. Oh, I'd love that. They have classes for that? Sure. Oh, man. Well, there's also the web, you know, the net. Mm -hmm. You can always find stuff on there. I'll, I'll help you get started. You don't want to jump in if you don't know what you're doing, strictly speaking. That's, that's kind of what Victor said, so I've just been staying off of it. He has so what, many screens, net? though. Off the net or off of cooking? Oh, well, mm, both. Yes, okay. He got me a game, but he didn't show me how to start it. Not Victor. I was going to ask him, but he seemed a bit, you know... Not good. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure I can help you with that. But maybe, uh, maybe we get this taken care of and it won't be as much of a problem. So, um, what time is it now? As you guys have been talking, it's about like 11.40ish as of now. He doesn't have any plans to like draw attention to himself or anything, so... Yeah, you this, guys are just blending in. If this guy, um, do I know like a specific table that this guy is going to be at, or do I just need to look around for him? Like, I know his name, so maybe I can go around and look for his name tag. Cell told you that he would be closer to the stage, but he's kind of a a burly human dude. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, so, wait until after 12, look in the general area where this guy's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look for a burly human, uh, with a name tag that says Bings. You just kind of keep an eye out. You do see the guards slowly begin to change through, like, the, the table staff, and people People are just switching off, because it's, it's a different shift now. Sure. But you do see a, just a particularly buff-looking dude in a fancy little... 
paisley vest with a shiny gold name tag, but you can't quite make that out from here because he's, you know, across the room. Mm. I'll have Kala sit at a table, like, nearby to watch, but she doesn't need to be at the table because that's probably only for players. So I'll just... That's kind of the vibe you're getting when you're looking. All right, Kala. It's, uh, it's about showtime now. So you sit over there. Just keep your eyes open. It's fine to take in the scenery. If you see something that looks very wrong, or something there's trouble, something to that effect, come and tell me. We'll be at that table. The idea here is we're going to win a lot. And um, I guess that's somehow going to get us somewhere higher to a safe... I'm Honestly, I'm not sure. We're just going to play this out, and we're going to see how it goes. So... I don't think this is a very good plan. Um, I am inclined to agree with you, but uh, it's the only plan we have, and we need someone to help Victor. Okay. So, for Vi- this is for Victor. I'm going to look casual, and this is for Victor, and I'm going to order a sandwich. Just the one. That's, you can have as many sandwiches as you want. Well, you say that, but then I order everything, and that's okay. bad. Well, don't, okay, yes. If you are still hungry after your first sandwich... You may order another sandwich, but don't order them all at once. Try to space them out a little bit. It'll be fine. Just acting ca- If you try to act casual, you're not going to look casual, so... I'm just going to just sit, sit, and I'm going to watch sit. the elevators and the fish and you and eat my sandwich. Yes, that's a good idea. If you need more, more iced tea or something, you can flag someone down. They'll come and help. Okay. okay? I've got this. You, you do. It's going to be... Just fine. It will be. You're doing great. Thank you. Do you have any questions? I am made of questions right now. Sure. But no, not nothing specific. Okay. Uh, Boris is going to put his hand on his shoulder and give her a little squeeze. Say, you can do this. So can you. Thank you. Go get lucky, she says. I think Boris starts to... He's like trying to (laughs) not... (laughs) He's he he does not want her to take it as making fun of her or anything, so he's just gonna try to turn and walk away before she sees that he's smiling. She doesn't see. Alright. And he goes to get lucky. So you walk on over to the table where Bing's is, you assume. Yep, Bing's Bowman. Boreas makes his way over to the table that hopefully is currently being run by Bings. All right, so you walk over, and there there are a couple empty seats. At you can you can see his name is Bings now because you are close enough to read his fancy little mm. name tag. And he's a uh, human. He is human. What's he look like? Um, I think he is a a darker skinned human. He has yeah short clipped hair. Um, he has and his eyes his eyes are very blue though, so that's interesting. He's got a his his vest is bulging with muscle. He's got a lot of it. The paisley pattern is purple and gold, and he's got a a full length shirt on with fancy little cufflinks. And his hands are they look pretty scarred and fucked up, but they also look like they're very good at shuffling these cards. He's shuffling right now. So based on what you've told me, I'm getting Terry Crews with hair. But he's got blue eyes. <laughs> sure, I don't know what eyes Terry Crews is. They're brown. Okay. I guess it's Terry Crews with blue eyes and hair. <laughs> I go up and I sit down and I have my drink with me. 
and uh, Morius puts it down, and he... How many other people are at the table right now? Two. And he claps his hands together, and he s rubs them together, nods to everybody. <laughs> I, I think first he'll nod to... Uh, does he look excited? He does look excited, and he says, It's a good night to feel this lucky. How about you, gentlemen? And he'll look at the other... He'll purposely not look at Bings when he says that. Oh, the other two guys are... They're a little shit-faced at this point, and they just... They raise their glasses to you. Nice. And then I'll look back at Bings. Boreas will look back at Bings and fold his hands in front of him and just stare at him with a smile. Bangs is mostly focusing on shuffling his cards in a... He's cutting them in a fancy way. Mm -hmm. And Show he... Me. I can't do it, Pickle. It. I have a wrist brace on. That's a bad excuse. It's not! <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted the fancy cut. I'm sure you have a fancy cut you can do without... Yeah. Yeah. Mm, you guys hear that? That's a fancy shuffle. Love it. Alright, I'm ready, though. Shit, okay. He, um, as he's cutting the deck in a, a very fancy way, he looks up at you and just winks so fast. Like, if you weren't looking for something, you would have missed it. Wonderful. He's and like, well, this is, uh, this is the place to feel lucky. And he starts to deal a hand. Okay, so he deals your first hand. I have eight. I have a five of hearts and a three. The suit doesn't matter. I have a five and a three. Mm -hmm. We're playing blackjack. Yes. So, as I'm sure our listeners know, the goal of Blackjack is to be dealt cards and get as close to the number 21 as possible without going over. So I will take a hit and get another card. An ace. Oh my. An ace, as I'm sure our listeners know, <laughs> in Blackjack can serve as either a 1 or an 11. So I will take this 11, which gives me 19. But I see the dealer has a 10 and a face-down card. So I don't know how close to... he Or he might beat my 19. Will you stay? I will stay. Dealer has a 10 and a 4. And now he has a 9. So, the dealer busts. You have won your first hand. Hooray, I didn't bet anything. I think we can assume you bet something. Thinking back to my conversation with Cell. Mm -hmm. I'm, what's the goal here? I'm just supposed to win a bunch so they like... He told you that if you win more than, like, ten hands in a row, somebody's gonna come and... Because they think I'm cheating? Yes. And that's what I want. Yes. I want them to think I'm cheating. Yes. And I am cheating. Yes, absolutely, you're cheating. Couldn't I have done this without implicating a, an innocent dealer? Sure could have, but... God damn it, Cell. <laughs> no, it seems like... I mean, Cell seems like an okay, smart dude that sure. you just met and don't know anything about. I'm sure he's thought this through. All right. I won my first hand of money, of legal currency. The way that people used to like cheat at blackjack, counting cards, mm -hmm. is the the deck is not shuffled after every hand. Like they would continue to play from the existing Aww. deck, so you would be able to like count to see what has already been played and what your chances of having something good are. I have an ace and a two, which is a three or a thirteen, both of which are bad. So hit me. <laughs> what did you get, Pickle? 19. So would you like to stay at your 19? I would like to stay at my 19. Okay. The dealer reveals an 18. You win your second hand. Oh man, hand. I'm on fire. I think at this point we can just cut to a montage of the night passing. Do you want me to roll my gambling skill? Sure. My untrained gambling yeah. skill? Do I get a bonus because he's cheating for me? Absolutely. Get a plus two. 
So I'm just rolling on train. Then. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just rolling a d4. Both blew up. Really? Yeah, look. Six and a four. <laughs> How's a 14 treat you? Man, you're gambling so good. You're so... You're, you're hot tonight. You're on fire. Got to a montage of him, like, laughing as a decadent rich person and tossing <laughs> cards back and drinking and doing, like, a little dance in his seat as he wins. Do you look back at Kala at all? Yeah, I think occasionally he'll look back and, like, give her a thumbs up or something to that effect. She's eating a big ol' sandwich with an olive still on the toothpick in it. Oh, man, I hope she doesn't eat the toothpick. Oh, God. I... Uh, she'll figure it out. <laughs> she'll be fine. She gives you a big ol' thumbs up. You look extremely competent to anybody in your immediate vicinity. Mm -hmm. And I think you win more than ten games just because people are like, Man, this guy's on fucking fire. Yeah. It's like the opposite of that one time you played it in Red Dead and lost and then killed everybody in the tavern. Don't shame me for that. Those fuckers were cheating. It did nerf your honor quite a bit. Yeah, I lost a lot of honor for that. Well, you're still gambling and someone else shows up at your table. She grabbed the iPad. She's going to pull out more content. She's going to show me a picture. It's going to happen. Get ready, guys. Here it comes. Oh, who is this person? Well, it's the lady that sits down next to you, and I have, actually- Oh man, she's hot too. Yeah. Oh god, she's hot. <laughs> what? You, you made her so hot! It was an accident! Oh man. That's, that's what her parents said. They was like, man, how do we accidentally have such a hot child? Uh, so her, her dress is one of those that slits open at the upper thigh, but kind of gracefully flows towards the ground. It has a scoop neck, but very slight sleeves. It's it's a form-fitting dress. Mm -hmm. uh, she's an Ori woman. Mm -hmm. uh, she has very pale skin and wavy, curled, deep purple hair uh, that goes past her shoulders. But it has strands of silver throughout, starting at the tips of her hair and streaking upward. Her eyes are a gentle glowing shade of lilac, and as she looks away from you with a small smile on her painted pink lips... This is one of the hottest characters you've ever drawn. Thank you. Doesn't hold a candle to you but it came from your brain, so this means cool. you're super hot, too. Which you always are. Duh. Oh, I forgot to say she touched you. Oh, my. She, um, as she, as this woman comes to, <laughs> hold on, Pickle, I'm trying to get through this. <laughs> Sorry. This woman walks up behind you, and she, she brushes her, your, she brushes your shoulder with her hand as she's kind of trying to angle the chair out to sit down. It's kind of, you can sort of smell where, she brushed your outfit, and there's a, a lingering scent of a fruit that you can't quite place. But it is pleasant. The left side of her face is tattooed with these stylized purple clouds, and they almost seem to, like, move as you look at them longer. But she turns to you, and you see that her right cheek is entirely a metal plate. And it's silver in color, and it's buffed into a relatively non-reflective state. You know, matte. And she gets sealed in. Cool. So you play another hand or two. Roll me to see how you're doing, cheating-wise. Oh, blew up. Blew up again. With my minus two, that's another 14. Man, you are still cheating excessively well. well. I think I got, a, I got a 12 last time, but so 14 this time, yeah. Well, Bings is uh, shuffling stuff around. He's like, you're doing exceedingly well tonight, sir. I congratulate you. Thank you, um, Boreas. will lean in and take a look at his name. Bings. And um, after the woman had sat down, um, if she, like, touched his back... When she was trying to pull out her own chair, she was 
moving it back, and she brushed, like, your oh, shoulder okay, a little see. bit. All right. I think he'll just turn to her and politely say, Good evening to you, madam. Good evening. Continue playing, and he'll say, How does the night find you? Hmm. My pockets are a bit lighter, but... Oh, well, that's part of the fun, isn't it? It is. Trying your luck. And she takes a sip off of her violently pink drink that she's brought. Wonderful. It's got, like, some fancy fruit wedges on a little spear sticking out of it. So there are now four people at the table? Including yourself, yes. Mm. Not counting beings. Not counting beings. Yeah, but if she's just gonna sit down and play, then I think he's gonna... He's still trying to, like, not draw too much attention to himself. Like, he wants to draw the correct amount the of correct attention. Amount of, so. I think with these gambling roles, you have been. Yeah. Like, you're you're being a little bit frivolous, a little bit little bit asshole like a rich person would be yeah, in this kind of situation. Plenty, plenty of, like, faux drunken laughter. Hmm. Do you a get lot a of, refreshment? like, claps, like, hot damn. <laughs> Do you, have you gotten any uh, refreshers on your drink? Probably, like, one. I think he's got enough presence of mind to know what his limitation is and that he's not going to push it too far. Gotcha. Can you roll me a notice? Sure. That is two twos. Well, I'm a, I'm okay. a ballerina over here. Huh. Yeah, I'm not gonna bend it. I'm just gonna. Okay. Um, you hear something, but it's not from anywhere around you, and you realize it's echoing around in your head like a voice in a metal room, but it's not your thought. And you just hear a voice say, "Well, hi, Boreas." No oh, shit. Do I recognize the voice? Roll me a notice. Is that what that? previous notice was for? It was for something else. Seven. Seven? Well, you do recognize this voice, because she just sat down next to you not too long ago. Okay. What does he do? There's definitely a moment of pause as this happens, and he hears the voice inside his head, and when he, like, kind of freezes what he's doing, but then realizes, like, he doesn't want to draw, so he keeps, like, doing what he's doing. And he's gonna try to think in his head. Um, can can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I think his facial expressions are gonna change as he's having this mental conversation to just like if somebody was watching him, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing?" I mean, you could be drunk. Yeah, drunk on gambling. He'll pause and glance at her, and then, I mean, he'll side eye her a little bit and go back to what you know, playing the hand. I don't know how you know my name, but isn't it a bit rude to enter without knocking first? I think there's a a beat or two of silence, and she says, Well, in most circumstances it would be, but mm, just come to room 113 in about 20 minutes. I'll be waiting. Mm. And she folds her hand and thanks Bings and walks away. As this is happening, he'll say, And if I don't feel like it, in his head. No, I gotcha. She replies back in your head, Well, I'll be waiting anyway, and I'll be watching. And then she's gone into the crowd. Room 113. Does he know, like, are there rooms on this floor? Is this somewhere else? Like, does he have any inkling of where this is? No, but you could ask somebody who works there. I think he'll... Probably just ask Bings, and he'll say, Say, Bings, um, where would I find room 113? As he's playing. Bings 
ever the professional keeps shuffling as he's thinking about it. He's like, um, well, that would be on the 11th floor, third room. 113. Makes sense. And, um, what might I find down there? Well, that's where some of our illustrious guests stay. Hmm. I see. Would I need to make reservations if I wish to stay there in the future? Uh, that's taken care of through the, the concierge desk. That's not really my department, but I can refer you. Oh, certainly, I understand. Yes, if you could uh, point me in the right direction for the future, I would appreciate that. Of course, sir. It's gambling. It's winning. It's hard work. It's very tiring. <laughs> well, we'll probably end up comping you a room for the night, sir. Oh, my. Mm, that would be very generous. We shall see. You know, I think I'm going to take a break for now. Um, you must be real tired from all those uh, chips you're going to be carrying off, huh? <laughs> and he'll uh, lean in again as if he's already forgotten the guy's name and say, Yes, thank you, uh, Beans. It's been a pleasure. Did you call him Beans? No, he said Beans. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Beans. It's been wonderful. And he'll take his drink and finish it and kind of salute to the other two that are still there and gather up his chips and uh, leave the table. Okay. Does he have, like, a thing he can carry his chips? Like, a little tray or something that he can carry uh, the they chips provided in? you with a lovely little chip satchel. Wonderful. Then I'll put him in the satchel. And I will go to see how Kala is doing. Is she still at the table? She is. Okay. She finished a whole sandwich and is eating some fries. They look like they're seasoned with something zesty. I'm gonna go sit down at the table with Kala and put the chips sort of on the seat between us and say... Well, I think I, uh, got someone's attention. Did oh. you see who? Um, that lady? Yes, very good. She left pretty quick. It seemed a bit suspicious. Yes. I'm, she... I mean, I'm not the best at social cues, but it seemed weird. No, it Everybody was... Everybody else has been staying for a real long time. Yo, no, it's very perceptive of you. She was, uh, speaking to me, and he taps his head. She was speaking to me up here. Oh. And gave me instructions to meet her in a, a suite downstairs somewhere, room 113. And he's he's trying to say this more quietly, so just in case there are people... She stiffens at that number. Oh shit, was that her number? Was it 113? It was A113. A113, shit, I forgot. She's like, well, I, I don't, what uh, room? I don't think Boreas would have forgotten that. Probably not. Ah, shit. Yes, this seems like... It can't be a coincidence. I wouldn't think it would be. I think it's a message to say that uh, they know who you are, and they know that you're here with me. Um, I don't like that. I don't either. What should we do? Well? Boreas, I can't go back. I, You won't go back, don't worry. I think, I mean, I at least need to go and meet with this person. Because this is probably what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. But she didn't threaten me. She merely invited me to the suite. So, I don't know. You can stay here if you want to get out now. I don't know if it's wise for you to come down with me or not. Probably not. She, Hard to say. She's rubbing the bridge of her nose a little bit. It just seems like a nervous tick. Tell me, um, if you needed to, you could teleport yourself out. Right. I don't know. How far um, can you go? Well, that's um, a funny thing about that, she says, pointing uh, a little finger at you. I can't do it as well. Since the claws came in, I can't seem to go quite as far. 
or as often. But I can still, I can still do it, but not, not like before, which is a bit jarring because that's, that's kind of how I got around. Sure. So do you think it's, I mean, your powers are splitting your... She shrugs. Mm. She's, she's Vel, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Carla, you're, you're Vel. I never asked you. What can you do? You know, when he taps his head with this. Um. What? I don't quite... Well, I know you were, you know, subjected to experimentations, which manifested in these physical changes, but all Vel have some nature, uh, some nature of natural psionic ability. Um, I don't know. Things they... you can do with your mind, maybe? I didn't really have much of a chance to find out before they started doing stuff. I was really little. Mm. He nods at that and says, don't worry about it. I was just curious. Sorry for prying. No, it's all right. We never got there. <laughs> sure. Um. It's been busy. Sure. What a bad time now, too. And he rubs his neck a little bit as he thinks and says, Well, it's, uh, this is what we wanted, I suppose. But could very well be a trap. But she told me to come down. Probably means you aren't supposed to come with me. I could just leave. If she tells me to, I mean, if it's if it's a trap, I could get us out of there at least into the hall. Maybe it, it she seems knew like she knew my name. Oh, yeah, she knew my name when she spoke to me in my mind. She bites her lip. So, so she knew your name, and she knew my number. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I can't not go. All right, well. But if you don't, if you don't want me. No. I'll, I'll do whatever you think is best. Come with me. I mean, worst case, they'll ask you to leave and you can pretend to leave us. Let's, let's go. Let's get out of here. And uh, I'll escort her to the elevators and go down to floor 11. Okay. So you're in a different elevator than you were before. The speaker is not broken in this one. Well, I mean, it wasn't broken in the other one, but it was a little... A little off, so the music is softer and more pleasant as you rock it down to the eleventh floor. It's you're there in an instant, and you step out, and it's a a long circular hallway. You assume goes around the whole building, like the floor you were on, you know, above rooms numbered one, two, three, four, going on. I will glance around. Anybody else here? Mm -mm, it's empty. There's some plates on a tray outside of the one door. Looks like they're waiting for room service to pick it up. Alright. He will walk over to room number three mm -hmm. and pause at the door and glance over to Kala and kind of tilt his head and a question like, are you ready? She grabs your hand, but yes. He'll give it a squeeze and then he'll knock on the door. There's no answer. Um... He's going to try the handle. It is open. He's going to open the door slowly and look before he enters. Okay. I want to see what is in this room. It's a suite. Mm -hmm. It looks like there are a bunch of different rooms off to either side. There's a, a rather large sitting area that steps down a couple steps from the doorway. And there's one of those double L couches, I guess a U-shaped couch. Mm -hmm. And there's a big TV on the wall, and that woman from the table is pouring some drinks there. Wonderful. 
right. There are three glasses. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Seeing that this woman is sitting there, Boreas will look over at Kala again, enter the room, allow Kala to enter in after him, and then close the door behind them, and then he'll be the one to, like, lead deeper into the room. Okay. She notices you guys immediately. Sure. Because, I mean, she's been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Pouring some fancy drinks out of a big amber-colored decanter. There's a little ice bucket with, like, a little tong, and she... Fancy. She puts in the little ice after she's poured, interestingly enough. I think he'll stay uh, standing at first, and after a moment as she's doing this, he'll say, Well, madam, you seem to know my name, and I have a feeling you might know my companion as well, but you have us at a disadvantage, so might I know yours? I mean, there's no real reason to keep secrets, even though I'm sure you two are full of them. Aren't we all? I think she she stands up and offers both of you a glass. I'm the director of security here. My name is Savella Laza, and I would like to ask you a few questions. Savella Laza? Mm-hmm. He'll take the drink. Is there a way he can, like, subtly give it a sniff to make sure it's not drugged or anything? You could just sniff it, but you could roll stealth. For sniffing. Yeah, I don't I don't want to like insult her necessarily. Would, would survival give you any poison knowledge, you think? Um I'd say yeah. Roll me a stealth and a survival. Let me know what you get on stealth first. Two threes. Excellent. And survival is gonna I don't think my survival knife is gonna help me here, so I'm not gonna apply that. Uh and a four on the survival, but so she sees me do it, I guess. Okay, so I think what happens is you... <laughs> okay. You swirl it a little bit, maybe to get some air to come towards your nose. But when you try and sneakily take a sniff, you have like a whistler in your nose. <laughs> Damn it. Why do this to me? I didn't crit fail it. No, but like it didn't... She noticed. Sure. Uh, it is not poisoned, as far as you All can right. tell. Alright, um... And he'll... He'll take a sip of the drink. What is it? It's like a bourbon, kind of. Bourbon. Well, it's not his favorite, but he'll take a sip. Well, um, thank you for the drink and the invitation, Ms. Lazar. Might I inquire as to the specifics of uh, the pleasure we owe you this evening? Um, yes. Why don't we just take a seat? We could be here a little while. I'm unarmed, as you can see. She raised her hands. And he'll... Yeah, I don't think he's gonna dad joke this. I was about to dad joke her and be like, well, it looks like you have two of them. You to have me. big mouth. God damn it, I do have big mouth. Alright. So she'll do that and he'll say, well, it looks like you have two of them to me, but semantics. And he'll go to take a seat. Calla looks over at you like, is this the time? <laughs> and that's coming from her. Yeah, God. And he'll go sit down with his drink, his boo ball. So. Why were you cheating? To be fair, my gambling rolls were very good. They were, but I was doing rolls <laughs> okay. for Bangs. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so Bangs fucked this up. God damn it, Bangs! I could have done this without cheating. Apparently, I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about. Mm. I'm just take a sip. Okay. Well, I think you'll find that we have a lot of measures in place to make sure cheating doesn't happen here. It's bad for our investors, it's bad for our stocks, it's bad for just about everyone, including me. Sure. So, I have a vested interest in making sure 
if not preventing it, at least finding out why it happened and then rectifying it. Well, if I'm going to entertain this idea of what you're saying, perhaps you could first tell me how it is you know my name and how it is you know my companion. Different reasons. Doodell. Mm. As you said, we're going to be here for a while. We will be. She pulls uh, her little data pad from the couch and pulls up. You good? Yeah. What do you think it's going to be? I have no idea. I don't know where this is going at all. It's uh, one of those completely glass-looking dealies until she starts fiddling around with the internet or whatever the fuck. And she holds it on her lap with her hands on top of it to show you. And it's the picture from Kala's save file that Director Morgan showed you when you were hired to detain her. The picture of Kala? Mm-hmm. Okay. From the facility. They put this out on a general pantheon blast in Olera about two weeks ago, looking for you. And those tattoos might have fooled some AI face tracking, but it doesn't fool people who are, you know actively looking for you, so I'd really watch out for that, she says to Kala, and the color drains out of her face. Because she did not expect that. Sure. So as far as I know, I told them that she died in the the blast? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I told... Yeah. Okay, that's what I told the director. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I as a player don't know that she knows that I lied to her. Morgan knew that you... We're working with Victor and Kala, and mm-hmm. she knew that the only thing she knew about where they were going from your conversations was just Olera. Mm-hmm. So I think she managed to, like, not clue in your profile. Maybe she just sent it out to a handful of people within Olera. I think that's reasonable, because he, like, he doesn't pay attention to other people's shit, so yeah. if he didn't see it, then he he wouldn't go looking for it. And I don't know that he... If it was specifically for Cal, it's not like he would have people calling him to be like, hey, did you see this thing? Yeah. So. I mean, I don't think you have a lot of people calling Boreas anyway. Yeah. Right? Probably not, no. She looks at you and she's like, you're in Pantheon? Didn't you know about this? She says that and- Cal um, looks over to you. Yeah, and he looks back to Cal and I think they exchange a, a concerned glance because this is the first Boreas knows that his story was not bought- and uh, in response to her question, he says, Well, I am in Pantheon, yes. And I should have been alerted, yes. But you weren't. But I wasn't. That's interesting, huh? And he'll take a drink as he's staring at her. I think she leans, she hands the tablet over to Kala so she can look at her own face. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Boris will say, That still doesn't explain how you know me. Well, I recognized you when you walked in. Yes, why? How? How do you know me? Roll me a notice. Eight. It's a success with a raise. Okay. She? Like, you You look at her, and something about the way she holds herself and maybe, like, the quirk of her smile remind you of somebody... It's someone very important to you, in a bad way. Solaire? It reminds me of Solaire? Oh, God. Jesus. Without asking her directly, is she, like, about the same age as Solaire? Or is she older than Solaire? Or 
It's hard to tell. Like they look mother similar. daughter distance, or maybe like siblings or not related. mother daughter. Okay, unless she had like substantial amounts of work done. Sure. All right. Shit. What does she say? Does she say anything? She doesn't. I think Boreas is just gonna. I don't do think she's a... gonna say anything. She's think... just waiting to see if you notice I anything. I think Boreas does a. There's just a a deep inhalation, and a a pinching of the bridge of the nose, like. And then an exhale. And then just a long moment while he sits there and is like, Motherfucking shit. Maybe I'm going out on a limb here. But are you the good twin? everybody another week another episode hello hello as far as music this week we have crockett at crockett 80s and he's also at crockett.bandcamp.com well, where can they find marcus d oh i uh, i think they can find them at marcusd.net and you can also find him on spotify that's how i found him we got our Patreon at patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. And we'd like to thank two special patrons in particular. Thanks, Michael and Aris. Thanks, guys. We always appreciate it. And uh, we're coming at you with some fresh content here and uh, again in the near future. Mm-hmm. Neon Heat will be back very shortly. I'm at a, a situated point where I feel like I have a, a good grasp on what the uh, immediate conflicts are and what I expect the direction of the story to go based on Ali slash Athena's decisions. So we'll see oh, how that plays knows? out. It's always a wild card. <laughs> Speaking of wild cards, because Savage Worlds. Oh, oh, Savage Worlds? Do you yeah. mean Savage Worlds, the system that we use that's made by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group? That That is the, the very same. Wow. Can I also find them at pegink.com? You could. That's Holy one one shit. method of finding them. Probably the best method, so Wowie. I won't list any others. <laughs> I think that's mighty fine. That's mm. some good info. Some mighty fine info. Mm-hmm. We actually just got to play Deadlands Noir for the first time Very last cool. week. Super fun. Thank you to our friend Brendan for running it for us. Thanks, Brendan. Love you, bud. Brendan. Thanks, buddy. So, next week might be another Absolute Zero, might be a surprise, season two, premiere of Neon Heat. We just, we don't know. At this point, got our recording set up, mostly handled. We have more curtains on the way to, I think, round off what we need done. That we do. I think it's just going to be a matter of us making sure we can schedule the time to get everything done within the next week. Things are changing around with our, you know, work situation and, um... Man, who the fuck knows with that? Yeah, and uh, being in a new house, we're still trying to get a handle on sort of the neighborhood schedule for when people do loud and noisy things. Like the 18-wheeler that lives across the street from us. Yes, there is a trucker who uh, parks his 18-wheeler cab directly across the street from us, sharing the side of our home on which we record. So that is audible, and we need to plan around that. If anyone knows why trucks just 
get turned on and idle for like 45 minutes at a time and then are just turned off and don't go anywhere. I don't know. But if you know, let me know on Twitter because, gosh, I'm so curious. But not curious enough to Google it. Well, yeah. Bring the info to me. We'd, we'd I rather. edit two shows. <laughs> Our show Twitter is at RPG for you and me. It has not been updated in several weeks because I just keep forgetting because life's been weird. But we're still here. We're still putting out content and we're uh, we're circling back around to be much more situated. And uh, I think once we get into the swing of things, there's going to be some heavy consistency. Thanks for coming and listening. I know a lot of you guys have your podcast time has been decreased substantially due to the lack of commutes. But if you're listening anyway, thanks for stopping by again, you guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. We hope uh, everybody's being safe, healthy, happy. Tough times. We get through them together. Hopefully this can distract you for a little bit. We're here for you guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.